Um, I think it's fairly obvious where this US approach is coming from. Ever since the Biden administration took office and started to formulate a policy on the Tigray situation, they've been expressing grave concern about the human rights abuses and alleged war crimes there. It's not surprising um, to see this US concern being translated into the action, which so far, um, yes, has been the suspension of some development assistance and also these visa restrictions on former and current Ethiopian and Eritrean officials. And there's been no suspension of humanitarian aid, to my understanding. This is uh, some development assistance, some security-related assistance. Um, and in fact, as often, you know, large amounts of, of funds are needed, are being requested by the Ethiopian government and its humanitarian partners um, to assist people in Tigray and across the country. And so no, no immediate direct impact on the humanitarian situation. I think you know, what has been discussed is a larger scale um, interruption to some of the budget support programs for the Ethiopian government, particularly from the International Monetary Fund and the World Bank. Now, if that did occur to a significant degree, then that would be interruption to a very important source of funding for the government for its general operations, also for its economic modernization program. And that indeed could have significant ramifications. But what is yet to be seen, of course, is what sort of impact this will have. Um, yes. I would not be surprised um, if the Ethiopian government doubles down um, on its positions. And I would be surprised if they just start to do the bidding of the US because of this pressure. Mm. Um, but we might see a sort of nuanced and complex reaction to this situation over the longer term, though. Now, according to reports, people are still being harassed and attacked for no reason. Has America not made things worse for them? Yes, I mean, the war is continuing in, in Tigray. Uh, that's a conflict between, on the one hand, the Tigray Defense Forces, representing the removed regional leadership. On the other hand, Ethiopian federal military, the Eritrean military and Amhara regional forces. As a consequence of that conflict, civilians are suffering. They're suffering from directly from killings and also sexual violence and also because of the massive disruption to economic activity of all sorts in Tigray. There has been very grave consequences in terms of the humanitarian situation in that region. Now, the government of Ethiopia seems to be turning a blind eye to these reports of ongoing attacks and harassments. What do you make of that? The government has made um, limited acknowledgments um, that civilians have suffered. Um, for example, the Ethiopian Attorney General recently acknowledged that Eritrean troops had killed uh, 40 Tigrayan civilians in Aksum City in house-to-house raids. And we have seen some military officers are being punished by the law uh, for their transgressions. But in general, the government's acknowledgement um, of the scale of crimes committed by Ethiopian and Eritrean troops in Tigray does not match with what is being reported in the media by human rights groups mm. and from the victims themselves. So there seems to be some sort of limited acknowledgement, but not full acknowledgement. And I think it should be understood that what the US is primarily calling for in Tigray, the US government, um, along with other international entities, mm. is for a cessation of hostilities in Tigray. That would allow, um, obviously, the fighting to pause and would allow a massive upscaling of humanitarian relief, which is what is needed to alleviate suffering in Tigray. So I think it's wrong to look at the cuts to assistance mm. as worsening the humanitarian situation in Tigray. And in fact, it is the war in Tigray that is the cause of the humanitarian problems and the civilian suffering there. Now, you've touched on my next question. I was about to ask, how can the situation be 
best addressed moving forward and you talk about a total cessation of hostilities. Now, how will the situation affect the entire region if it continues to be left unattended? Do you mean the entire Tigray region or the entire Horn of Africa region? The Horn of Africa region. I think with regards to Tigray, the problem is, as it has been from the outset of the war, that the uh, the federal government um, in Addis Ababa and its military allies are set on the total defeat of that regional leadership. At the moment, that regional leadership is managing to fight a fairly sustained rearguard resistance, let's say. And at the moment, there is no prospect of a definitive finished to this war and there is no immediate prospect of people deciding to negotiate over their differences rather than play them out on the battlefield. That is why at Crisis Group we have a great concern that the war is going to continue unless there is a fundamental shift in the approach in either Addis Ababa, Asmara or from that Tigray leadership fighting against them. If this war continues as it looks set to, then it is going to feed into all of Ethiopia's other political problems such as those in Oromia region, where there is a growing insurgency. Um, And it does have the potential to weaken Ethiopia's government and increase these uh, violent divisions that are already a massive problem. Should there be a major weakening of Ethiopia as a state, with the security problems growing and even threatening the integrity of the Ethiopian state, well, clearly that would have massive ramifications for the Horn of Africa, because Ethiopia is um, the largest and uh, fundamentally important country in the region. William, thank you so much for your time and for providing clarity. Um, Is there anything that you would like to add as parting shots? Yes, I think in addition to that regional stability question you asked and I answered, is that we also have the issue of the Grand Ethiopian Renaissance Dam um, and the dispute between Ethiopia and pretty much on the other side, Sudan and Egypt. And in addition to that, we have this deterioration of relations between Sudan and Ethiopia, partly disagreements over the dam, also over the Tigray conflict, but also notably over this disputed Al-Fashika territory. Now, all of those regional tensions and Ethiopia's problematic relations with those neighbours are also part of the picture here. It is very difficult for Ethiopia to face these domestic challenges at the same time as it faces this increasingly hostile regional environment. And that is another reason to fear about the implications of what's happening in Ethiopia on the broader Horn of Africa region.